Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all, Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. It's the week of the NFL Draft, and everyone is losing their damn minds. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the host whose livelihood now hinges on Desmond Ritter being a first-round pick. And with me is AJ. Jamal Adams is better than any safety Seattle would have drafted 10th, Marchese. It's about the lie. Today, we'll continue our 2022 NFL Draft Position Rankings with the safeties. Let's hit it. Going out to Vegas, gonna set my draft, gonna set my draft on fire. Seven, seven, seven. Seven rounds in heaven with my lady Driving out to Vegas, baby Looking for a Stingley or Thibodeau Who's gonna bat it on draft day? Who's gonna wage your future picks away? Who's gonna reach for a blue blood lineman? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Tons of people take a multivitamin. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 per day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sportsdrink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sportsdrink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're also brought to you by ColorCast. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and to use. Talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. You'll be notified when rooms go live as long as you come with your spiciest of takes. The NFL Draft is here, AJ. Do you have any spicy takes? Come on, man. Um, uh, it's my no. second pod of the day. Come on, come me a break. In your contract, it says this has to be your first podcast of the day. 
And you have safeties. to have your, your morning coffee too. That's that's the only I thing in your it. contract. Okay, good. All right, safeties. This class, pretty damn good. Pretty damn good indeed. Um, it's okay. <laughs> way to bring the mood down. <laughs> we saved this position group for last because it's the best. Yeah, sorry. You're right. Absolutely. Uh, potentially three safeties could go in the first round. Uh, I think there's there's uh, a lot of depth throughout. A lot of different types of safeties. Lots of special lots of teamers. Lots and lots of special teamers, which are where the heart the heart of your team is built on day three through special team safety. Exactly. Um, I like this class a fair bit. Uh, I think there's potentially double digit starters coming out of this class. Uh, and, and I think there there's a couple of specialty players you can get like mid day three who will play some sort of role, uh, maybe a dime linebacker or, or or something else, you know, anything else. Maybe who knows? <laughs> yeah. That's the fun of the draft. That's... I'm losing my mind. I placed a lot of bets today, AJ. Um, in recent history, we've basically we've averaged about twenty safeties get uh, drafted per class. And that's uh, how many draftable grades I got, Rob. Me, me, I have more than that, actually. I have 24. Um, yeah, I love this class. It's kind of my class. Uh, I don't know. My eyes hurt by the end of all this. Who knows if any of these guys are good. Uh, 21 were drafted in 2021. 20 were drafted in 2022. 19 were drafted in 2019. 18 were drafted in so, 2018. Okay, so it was 22 safeties getting drafted this year. But 23 were drafted in 2017. 2017 was an outlier. Is that weird, though? Is that... So 22. See if you can place a bet on exactly how many safeties you're gonna get drafted. I'm, I've already placed a grand on it, so. <laughs> so you mean you mean a hundred units? A hundred units. Yeah. No, that's one unit for me. I'm a high roller now. <laughs> um, but no, I really like this safety class, and I think there there's been uh, uh, some big names talked about at the top. But as we get into it, uh, there's a couple of kind of midday guys. I, I really appreciate the the talents of AJ. I'm not a cynic like you. I think everyone's good. Um, what do you? You think? find what they do something. well. Um, it's okay. I mean, how many for sure? I got two for sure on grades. How about you? Same. Okay. Um, I got two second round grades. I got like four third round grades. I got a couple yeah, fours. Yeah. And I find like I the, think, the fifth round is thick. I think the the third fourth round is is the round uh, I would be if. Just because safety doesn't have a ton, a ton of value, especially in today's NFL, mm-hmm. I think the third, fourth round, if I was a team looking for a starting safety, that's kind of where I'm looking. Uh, just the combination of value and talent there, I think, is best. Um, I think the problem is, like, so many teams just play too deep now, yeah. which takes is a less specialized skill set. Like, not a t- like no one's looking for an Earl Thomas because Earl Thomas doesn't exist. Like, you're not yeah. finding a star-studded single high safety they're, they're, the, the, those guys are so impossible to find that so many teams are just looking for an average to above average type of two deep safety, which I think there's a lot of those guys in this group. That's fair. Um, yeah, there's a lot of guys who are really, really good around the line of scrimmage. There's a lot of the nickel hybrid dudes, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's guys playing like these overhang nickel roles. There's yeah. a couple box guys I like. Um, and uh, but, but because of what kind of the NFL's done lately with safeties, I think it devalues the position a little bit more. Uh, and unless your defensive coordinator is on the same page as your scouting staff when drafting a guy like Kyle Hamilton early, like it loses drafting Kyle Hamilton 
top 12 loses value if you're not going to use Kyle Hamilton in a interesting way that takes advantage of his his, his traits and, and his length and everything wonderful he does like otherwise it's kind of what's the point in taking a, a, a position that has less impact to that early if you're not gonna yeah. put him in position to make an impact the way the Chargers do with Derwin James for example or Seattle used to with Cam Chancellor and now with Jamal Adams yeah right yeah yeah no you, no that's one. it's a good <laughs> it's a good point I mean I I think I think safety is a value like you know I mean if you're using it correctly I think it's a valuable position like you just named a couple of guys that that are outstanding um it's also I I love like the diversity of this group I mean we already talked about it but I, yeah, I think you're definitely if you're taking Kyle Hamilton early, I think he's one of the best players in the, in the class. So, That's pretty obvious, but you do definitely need to have a plan for him. Or what's the point of just taking him to stick him too high? Yeah, like if if you're the Jets and you take Kyle Hamilton ten, and you're just playing him too high and not doing anything creative with him, that's when taking him ten doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of Kyle Hamilton, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say, is he is he like? Removing the importance of content from this, AJ. Is he your highest floor, high ceiling, and best bet? Yeah. Um... So let, let, let's just have the Kyle Hamilton conversation now. I, I put and, someone and, else for high ceiling, but I put Hamilton in brackets purely for content. Yeah, so I, I put a guy for highest floor and high ceiling that's not Kyle Hamilton as that's my number twos for that. Yeah. And But I put Kyle Hamilton alone for best bet. So let's talk Kyle Hamilton, then we can get into some other names. But let's get the dude out of the way early. Um, six four two twenty. I guess his forty wasn't fast enough for some of you folks, yeah. but he, when he when he's a step ahead of everyone else as a processor with instincts like those, it doesn't really matter. And at that um, fucking size, who cares? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and just the range at that length is ridiculous. The versatility, um, man. Like, like that's the, that is the thing. Like, he can play in like any scheme, any spot you want to put him in. Yeah, so do you want to play him single high? He's got the he's got the instincts and the range yeah. to do that. Do you do you want to play him too deep? Fine, pretty much any good safety can do that. Yeah. Um, do you want to hang him up as a nickel where he can just bully slots because he can mirror them like an octopus with that length? Yeah, yeah, and he's definitely going to be one of those tight end erasers in in this class, right? As you can say, do you want to stick him in the box and let him match up one on one with a tight end in line, or or take on a Mike Gusecki in the slot? He can do that too. Uh, you want to blitz him? He's not as good as Derwin at that, but he can yeah. still do that. He brings it. Like he, he he's he's not a demolishing hitter, but he is such a good tackler. He uses that length so well. He's yeah. just I, I think I think like he's just a smooth tackler. It's not like a car crash when he makes contact, but he's bringing you down. He uses that length so well. Yeah, he's solid and sure, and that length gives him like just such a great range for for the tackle spot. Um, and he's got like such a good feel coming downhill to support the run. And like yeah, I don't think he's like a big knockout tackler, but you're not. You're gonna feel his hits. You're gonna feel his hits. Um, and I love like he's always giving effort to support the the, the run. Uh, like even like you know when he, coming from from like backside on long run, some guys you see like will just be jogging in this group. But no, not him. Um, I think sometimes he can take a better angle to, to those plays, but it's he's all effort. I mean, to me, I don't think there's a lot of holes in his game. Um, yeah, the forty wasn't great. That the shuttle's not great, but I don't know. Watch him on on the field. Doesn't show up on tape and yeah. yeah, and like you're not gonna have him covering X's. Like he's not covering DK Metcalf down the sideline. Like that's yeah. not where you're putting him. So it's less of a big deal to me. Um, and he's got ridiculous, I think, fluidity for a guy yeah, of that absolutely. size, right? Yeah, and like clean feet for a guy of that size. 
And then, like, the ball skills are there, too. Yeah. I mean, throw on the Florida State tape. Watch him just show off ridiculous range of ball skills to pick off passes on the sideline. I love him, like, when he's just, like, in the you know, shallow zone. And he's, like, just taking away, like, multiple routes underneath because he's such a big old long the, the, freak with that agility. Yeah. The Purdue game is a really good example. Of yeah, that. yeah. Um or like when he's when he's playing single high and he's running the alley, like he gets there in a hurry. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not like a, it's not a car crash like we've seen, but the, def- the 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 back's coming down. He doesn't really miss tackles. Like he is very clean in everything he does. Yeah, he can. Ma- ma- he's got the length and the fluidity to man up with big tight ends. He he he's got um, the the uh, eyes and zone and the range to kind of yep. cover your ass deep. You got that closing cover- burst on the ball. And he's a step ahead of everyone else. Like, I don't know. Um, I, I know you haven't finished your big board probably yet, but is he a he's, top five player? He's top five, yeah, he's top five. Okay. Like, I, that doesn't mean we take him there, but, like, I mean, I would if you're deploying him the right way. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, one of my the, the big – I don't have any knocks, but, like, I would just love him to, like, trust his eyes more and, like, just go – Sometimes he's a little, you know, like like plays it a little safe. I want to just see him fucking go because he can get there and he can make the plays. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's also yeah. Go ahead. He he's also the second youngest of like the yeah. top ten safeties. Yeah, he turned twenty one a month ago. Yeah. Um. Uh. Where I guess really the thing with him is just position value fit. Like what what is the absolute furthest you think he could fall? at fifteen. Okay. What's the absolute earliest you think he could go? Oh, that's a good. I don't know. That's a good. What do you What do you think? Hmm. I don't know. Like, like the Texans it's are hard. still a complete mystery. Like, if they took Kyle Hamilton, would you be absolutely shocked? I mean, shocked maybe, but would you be like, you know what I mean? No, because yeah, they are like they could go Stingley. They could go. Uh... Hamilton, they could go. They they go icky. They Sauce. go Evan Neal. Yeah, they can they, go. Yeah, they're the big mystery right now. And or if, an, yeah. if one so of the I guess, falls, I guess, yeah. That that's the absolute earliest. Then yeah, yeah. I don't think it happens, but never say never. Me neither. Um, okay, so so Kyle Hamilton's the the all world, the all everything that everyone's yeah. heard about forever. Safety one, no doubt about. It. Who's the second highest floor in this class? That's a tough question. I didn't put down the second highest floor. I wonder. Let me let me know who you put, and then I'll. Uh, so I, I went with Lewis Seen. Okay, I think that was like the first one. Lewis Seen is not my safety number two. He's not mine either. But I think that would be my choice as well. Because I think similar to Kyle Hamilton, he played a lot of different roles. Played a lot of single high. Yeah. Played two deep. He played nickel. Hit the testing. Um, he, Check that box. Ridiculous athlete, good length at six two. I think he like I don't I don't know if everyone expected him to be as long as he is. No, agreed. Um, um and then you, you you get a guy who who could match up with SEC slots, who could protect the back half as a single high guy. Uh, I think I don't th- I, I I think he's got wicked downhill speed. Yeah. Like I, and that that shows when he's running the alley. He's the best in the class at it, and he just blows like. His stopping power for as a hitter is ridiculous. Um, he's never afraid to stick the nose in, yeah. uh, and, and in coverage, just playing deep zone. Like he he he's got the like the speed shows up with his range. Yeah, and I think he's he's rarely in the wrong place. I think he, he's a really safe bet. And like I don't have a first round grade on him, but I think he's a top. Like he's in my top thirty two. Yeah, I think that's right. I got like a mid second on him. I, I like there's I think there's a couple issues with him like 
in coverage, you know, in the deep third. You know, I think his instincts kind of just need a little bit more work back there. Um, He'll take some false steps. Yeah, but other than that, like you said, the physicality is really what jumps off the page. Add that with the speed. I do think, like, uh, like you know, coming coming forward, uh, rather, like, the instincts are really good. I think the eyes in zone are really good. Has a good feel for, like, just bouncing from route to route in zone. And then, yeah, like you said, just in the run game, he's so fucking aggressive triggering downhill. He's got that, like, great, like, you know what? He kind of looks like Nicobe Dean at times, where that, like, super smooth change of direction while coming downhill, mm-hmm. you know, like, to, to, to eliminate angles. Um, and then, yeah, the hitting, the, the, the alley running, and, like, that, that just downhill thump. Like, sometimes he's coming in too hot and can miss the tackle, but other than that, um, I do think he's pretty, like, safe. I think he's as advertised. You know where you're getting. I don't think, like, he's going to be a super high uh, like, upside guy. Like, I don't know if he'll ever be, like, a Pro Bowl dude. But I, I do think you're going to get what you, you see in Lewisine. Yeah, especially if you're just looking, again, for today's NFL for, like, a two deep safety, he he's yeah. I think we've got the potential to easily be an above average yeah. two deep guy. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Who's your highest ceiling other than Kyle Hamilton? Is uh, it Dax Hill? Yeah, I went with Dax Hill. Yeah. And I think with Dax Hill it's because the 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 versatility is a cover guy. Like he is, I think, the best cover safety in this class. Definitely. Because he spends most of his time playing nickel. He, he he's ridiculous like he is so natural as a man cover guy. He's played corner and can play single high. He can play through deep. Like he can play anywhere in coverage. Um, I think he has wonderful footwork. He's, he's got the speed. He's he, twitchy he, as hell. Yeah, like he's. If we were doing nickels as their own position, like he would have been my number one nickel. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but if even if he goes to a team that doesn't deploy him as nickel, like I think he can play single high. I think he can play like he can kind of do whatever you need him to do in coverage. But I think you get the most out of him matching him up with because the way the NFL's gone with so many playmakers in the slot, you just stick him in the slot and let him cover guys. Yeah, I agree. And like maybe like the the, the big tight ends might give him a bit of trouble and stuff like that. And he, you know he's not perfect, but like I'm that's more like looking at him as a true nickel. He's still way better than any other safety at it. Like like the ball yeah. skills are really good, and like you see him carrying like slots downfield easily, and just his like his twitchy movement to to mirror through the route is it, so impressive. And he's not like he's not a like he's not blowing people up the way Lewis yeah. is. Yeah. But he he sticks his nose in. He he's a willing tackle. He's got some son of a bitch in him, which I yeah. actually didn't feel watching him at Michigan, and, and just watching him you know post snap after it. I really pre- he's he's feisty. I, I love that. I'm, I think the Iowa game is a really good example of that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, he's his combination of natural ability to mirror and coverage. Yeah. The speed to, to take guys deep. Um, the change of direction to, to handle like, shifty route runners. I, I like is, the I ball think, skills. He, the, the interception again in the Northwestern game where he deflected it up to himself was great. Like, it's just, like, he has the highest ceiling because he can be such a weapon in coverage and uh, yeah. outside of Kyle Hamilton, obviously. Um, but in, in today's NFL, you need a safety who can cover. And he can, yeah, he can be almost like a matchup player. Deploy him how you want, yeah. depending on the team you're playing. Yeah, I really hope he goes to a creative DC and he isn't just pigeonholed into one of these spots. Couldn't uh, you say that about all these guys? <laughs> no, I, some of these guys, I'm like, yeah, they go to a boring, you know, leave them, leave them uh, single high. No, that, that'd be fun. one of these guys are like that. But yeah, um, I like Dexel a lot and I, he's my other first round grade. Yeah, same. He's, he's my safety too, which I wasn't expecting because I, I watched Lewis Scene before I finished Dexel. I was like, oh, I really like Lewis Scene. But yeah, Dax Hill is just 
I think I, I like, I prefer, like, I enjoy Dax Hill more, or enjoy Lewis scene more, but Dax Hill, it, it, what he brings to the table is tougher to find. I really think the Kansas City Chiefs should take him. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to take two players we all kick ourselves for letting them take it. Yeah. I think, I think the Bengals, if they could get Dax Hill, yeah, that'd be that's ridiculous. A that's a good one, too. I, 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 I the, for some reason, Dax Hill's not, like, seems to not be a clear-cut first-round guy. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know, that seems strange in this class, but... Totally agree. Whatever. Yeah. Tariq Woolen's gold nine, so... Uh, value pick. We're talking, what, early early day three, fourth round safety alike? Who's yeah. got pro starter tools? I got a late fourth on this guy, but he's a, he's a damn good football player. Uh, Verone McKinley from Oregon, um, who did not test very well, but I no. just... I love the instincts, man. Like, he's so... He's so quick, just diagnosing everything. Sees the route concepts so well, um... You know, reads that quarterback eye, quarterback's eyes, um, times the ball well at the catch point. And he's got, like, enough thump to, like, separate dudes from the ball, too. He's always playing through the hands. I think he's, like, his feet are quick and smooth. Like, he, he doesn't have that, like, explosive burst or anything. Like, he doesn't have that range for single high, and he's going to be limited to man. But all the traits are there, and I think he's, like, he's another guy feisty as hell. Like, no fear filling the lane. Um, I think, like, his open field uh, tackling is a bit limited by his athleticism and, like, the length of the lack of length shows up a bit. But other than that, I think he's just like, you know, that, that mid-late fourth round, maybe early fifth type of dude you get in and, like, you're sticking him. You know, you're not a creative DC. You're just you're just playing cover two and, and he just can sit in there and he can be a good football player for you. Another guy, like, who just moved around and did what Oregon needed him yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to play – I think the testing, because it was so god-awful, is going to get him drafted late. Yeah. But I think he outplays that. Yeah. Um, and it's – he has special teams makeup anyway, and that's all I care about. <laughs> uh, speaking of special teams, mine's Percy Butler from Louisiana. Yeah. Who is, I think, one of the best special teams or teamers in this class. For sure. And a guy who, who I, I would love to take in the fourth round. Um, really, really willing tackler. Uh, I think ha- has enough... Uh, enough... In... Um, ability in zone where like he can play too deep and, and he's got good enough eyes he he seems to understand uh how to pick up or who to pick up uh in zone he fluid enough hips like i think pretty loose hips um he just needs to kind of like home like ball skills and feet are yeah. what worried me of him but that's less of a worry like uh, feet are less of a worry to me if i'm just playing him too deep whatever yeah. Um, I'm also starting him off just specials and third safety type role, uh, and I think he because he he's got he's got really he's four three six exactly yeah and he's twenty one and like I think fourth round I really like what I could do there. I, I like him as a run defender too. Like he's got another yeah yeah he, quick he thumps, down. he's yeah, yeah he runs the alley well yeah he's uh he's to me he's day three of the scene. Yeah, that's that's pretty fair. Kind of like. You know, uh, yeah, no, I think, like, no, yeah, kind of similar. He'll come in too hot and miss tackles. But, yeah, six foot 195. Uh, I'm a little lower on Percy Butler than you, but I, I think we're on the same page with, with his role. The other guy I like here is Dane Belton, too. I, I, if you had taken Percy Butler, I was going to say Dave Belton from Iowa. Um, he's a guy who I, I really like around the line of scrimmage, Iowa. Yeah. Iowa basically played him like a, a safety linebacker hybrid. Yeah. And he, he makes a lot of plays around line scrimmage, plays with some SOB, but tested pretty well. Um, strong run defender. Uh, and I, I think he's a lot of fun. There's a lot of guys like that, though, that I enjoy. There is a lot of guys like that. Uh, sleeper, late day three. 
So yeah, I, or I, undrafted. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly where this guy is gonna go. It's, but before you say it, I, I was gonna say like, after my top ten safeties, like I have no idea what the order is. Like mm-hmm. I think my top ten is like kind of consensus the top ten ish. But after that, like eleven through twenty five, I got no idea. Yeah, agreed. And this guy's not a small school guy, but I'm going with Delarian Turner Yell from from Oklahoma. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's really good, man. Like another guy that's it's kind of similar idea to Verone McKinley. You know, he's not he's not very big. He, he's not overly explosive. He's not great in Feisty man. As but he, fuck. Yeah, he's got really nice range. He, he ran a four four seven, like just a smooth mover. Uh, another guy got some thump behind his pads. Like, he's got that quick trigger down uh, in 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 the pass and the run. Like just like he, a fluid he, mover and, and like good just feel for his own. He played like nickelback exclusively at first, and then like yeah. transitioned to being a true safety for them. Which I, I mean, like that's obviously a positive. Yeah, but yeah, like like you said, feisty as fuck. Like he just loves taking out legs, and he's really effective at it. He's just good angles on the run. I, I think he's just, just yeah. Uh, I think he's I like, like his demeanor and his twitch. Yeah, exactly. I think he's kind of gotten lost in this process a bit. I got him like in the mid fifth, so he's not like a super sleeper or anything, but. I got him in the fourth. I love him. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I think he's a good player. I th- feel like he's a little underappreciated at this point. Do, do you want to know my comp? Uh, yeah. DJ Reed. Oh, that's a good one. I put. I feel like Justin Evans, but he's better than Justin Evans. Justin Evans, like, had some bright spots, and then his career yeah, just derailed. Yeah. Um, similar to you, I don't really know where we're looking at with this guy. Mm-hmm. But I just picked him because he's so fun to watch. Marquez Bell of Florida A&M. He's my super sleeper. I love him so much. I just didn't He's have a so fun. Yeah. He has so much fun. 6 six two two twelve. so obviously built really well. Run a 4 four, one. Mm-hmm. And then you throw on the tape, and they just do whatever they want with him. Yeah. Like, Florida a just, like, he played linebacker. He'll play edge. He'll play in the box. He'll play too deep. And he's just taking people's heads off. Yeah, he's strong, man. He's, like, he's got good pursuit angles. He's, like, that rangy tackler, too. Um, he's so some, fun. Yeah, sometimes a little like a few too many arm tackles. Got to like like see him finish a little bit more, but because he's got that in him. Um, and but yeah, like you see him like they, they just match him up, man up on a tight end, and he'll like you know just be physical as hell and like ride him through the route, and you love that. And like with that size, and like he flashes some range with that speed. I, I like Marquise Bell a lot. I totally agree. Like like mid, I I got a mid. Uh, sorry, I got a late fifth, early sixth on him. So like yeah, you know about same place. Yeah, so around that range, I love rolling the dice on this guy. Why was he not at the Senior Bowl, Jim? <laughs> Who's your comp for Bell? Uh, Laurent Landry. I have a different Laurent Landry comp. Uh, Monte Nicholson is mine. My, my rule is most jacked physical player gets the long... The, and, and you know me. There's there's no comp more uh, prestigious in my eyes than Laurent, Laurent Landry. Landry. <laughs> You'll hear mine later. Who's, um, who's your uh, deep sleeper? My deep sleeper, I wrote two down, but uh, both tested really well. Nazi Johnson from Marshall. Your guy. Who, yeah, one of my dudes. Uh, who I just think dripping with specialties. Mm-hmm. I think his vert was like 42. Um, wow. And, it, and yeah, he's like, plays dime linebacker, plays nickel for them, uh, plays all over and, and hits hard. So I love him. Uh, and Joey Blount from Virginia, who he plays in the box a ton too, and mm-hmm. he tested. He tested really well as well, and he, he's a really physical player too. And, and really with the deep sleeper, I'm just looking for explosive physical guys because to me yeah. that's a special team. Exactly. That's how you that's how you make a team. You have that one big special team's hit in the preseason, and then you're sticking. Exactly. Do you want to know who the deep, deep sleeper is? Because this is the best one yet. <laughs> Go for it. 
Marcel Dabo from Germany. Did you watch? You know about this guy? No, I don't. I don't. No, I didn't watch it. I don't know where to find the (laughs) Stuttgart surge of the ELF. Stuttgart. But all I can tell you is he's okay. Six foot two ten, ran a four four two, forty and a half inch vert, eleven three broad, for a nine point nine one RAS. He had twenty eight tackles and a pick. Uh, in for Stuttgart surge in the ELF was defensive rookie of the year and an all star. Uh, he played soccer up until like five years ago, uh, and yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I don't. Know. I can't tell. I don't know what he looks like as a football player, but I'm bringing him in. You go first round grade. Yeah, safety three. Number one play. Respect. I'm just gonna. Th- I'm just gonna throw him on the board like uh, like one fifteen. So if like no one will care if he doesn't hit, but if he hits, like I look smart. <laughs> That's a good play. Yeah, thank you. Uh, wild card. Yeah, I think it's kind of tricky in this group. Um, it is. I end, up, I end up going Jaquan Brisker because I just don't know where he's going to oh. go. Okay, so I, I, I put Jaquan Brisker and someone else. Um, and, and I think Brisker's a good pick because there's a time when he, we were viewing him as like maybe a late first-round guy. Yeah, it was really hot to start the season. Dealt with some injuries, came up with some major interceptions in some major games. Yeah. I watched the Auburn game at your just house. kept ending games. It was sick. Yeah, I think Auburn and Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a, a guy who's a kind of a physical box safety who really good instincts, uh, but was hurt a lot. But then tested better than I think. Mm-hmm. I, I, like I didn't expect him to run four four three, um, and I I. Like, he's going on day two. I just don't know when. Yeah, agreed. I, I got, like, a mid-third on him. So, I'm, I'm a little lower on him. Sorry, I got an I early third. I also do. I got a third on him. Yeah. Um, a little lower, but, like, yeah, I just... I don't think the athleticism shows up on tape. Like, I think no. he's, like, like he's he's I, not a bad athlete. But, like, you don't see that explosion. Yeah. I think... So, So I think he is, like, kind of the epitome of... As long as he's healthy, like... The third round starting safety that you feel comfortable yeah. with, like yeah. sound, like checks the character boxes, physical tackler, yeah. uh, holds a good really, good really eyes good in the zone, yeah. really puts himself in, the, in a place to make plays, but like doesn't have ridiculous athleticism to to be like an all pro type. Doesn't mm-hmm. do, can't really like I I think he can cover tight ends a little bit, but yeah, is he gonna wow yeah. you? Yeah. Is not gonna wow you? Uh, like I I don't think he's going to be picking up slots uh, consistently. Um, I, I I just don't think he has the deep speed, even though the testing says he does. Yeah, I think for tight ends, he's, he's fine. He, he looks good carrying them downfield, but no. He's, 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 like, fluid enough, but he doesn't have, like, re- like amazing change of direction skills. Yeah, I think his hips are a little tight. And, like... But... Mm-hmm. But there's lots of safeties in the NFL that like I who are good starters that he has the similar makeup to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And like like you said, really good against the run. Like he's just got good feel, fills holes. You, you, like he like you said, really good thumper. Uh, I like it's just like he works through blocks like as good as any safety in this group. Like making a lot of plays around the line scrimmage. Like all that's gonna look good. Yeah. So I think he's like a. I don't know because he's got some like big fans, but I think like when it's all said and done, he's just like a safer guy you get in the third round. Yeah, I th- I, I think. The injuries keep him to the third round. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, my my other wild card's Maryland's Nick Cross, because he's the youngest of the group. He's tw- he's under twenty one. He was born fourth... one day before nine eleven. That's why he's my wild card. Uh, he's he's four three. He ran a four three four forty, like ridiculous athleticism. At times on tape, he's just 
he'll blow people up. He'll make some great plays in coverage. Other times he's kind of just out of position. I think he's a little stiff. He'll take false steps. Like, he's really raw, but he's this ball of clay that has... He's my little online trick comp, by the way. He, he's got the, all the athletic traits that make, a, like, a Pro Bowl-level safety. Yeah. Uh, and he's a willing tackler. Uh, but it doesn't always all come together for him. Yeah, he's, so he's it's inconsistent, like, yeah. Like, it kind of reminds me of when Terrell Edmonds was coming out of VT. <laughs> and the Steelers took him in the... Like, everyone, like, liked Terrell Edmonds in yeah. day two. Yeah. And the Steelers took him in the first round. That's a good... And good it was call. just, like... Yeah. Yeah, that, that isn't my actual pro comp, but, like, that's kind of the vibe I get, where, like, I think he's going to get overdrafted, and if he doesn't, like, I mean, Edmonds landed in the one of the best, like, foundations in the league, and it didn't all come together, so it's just, like, I don't know, uh, I would rather take some of these guys in the fourth round than Nick Cross in the second round. Mm, yeah, I, I got a mid-third on him, but I, I totally agree. Me, me too. Yeah, I mean, like... It's, he's so just inconsistent. Like And like you said, he's a little tight. I just feel like his feel in zone is so hit and miss. Now, sometimes he's getting totally... better in man. I, yeah. think he, I think he's more most interesting. They they asked him to play a lot of single high, but yeah, they I are. think he's most interesting as like a true box who matches up with tight end. Yeah, I think that's right. He, he has a funky stance, too. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't know. Like he, I feel like he does see the ball, uh, the play better towards the line of scrimmage. Like he's kind of like late diagnosing sometimes. I don't know. Like... He's like all the talent is there, and I love like his aggressiveness, even though that's a little hot and cold at times too. And like that, he's a fun. He, a lot of these safeties, good or bad, are fun to watch. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, and then the best bet's Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, it's Kyle Hamilton. I had and to your double best, down. Your best bet this cold and flu season is Athletic Greens, because it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sportsdrink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sportsdrink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Colorcast. That's where I'll be watching the NFL Draft. Because ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. The draft's better when you can't see it. Free to download and to use. Talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, and post-game breakdowns. Also, and breaking news, reacting to it specifically. Uh, share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app, create in the iOS app store, and create a profile, link your Twitter, and be notified when rooms go live. Um, this show flying by, AJ. You having fun? Uh, I'm loving it, buddy. I'm loving it. I can't believe it's our last positional group already. I know. Soon we'll be slogging through the, the conferences for the summer scouting series. Oh, How excited are you? I'm opting out this year. <laughs> uh, your your sweet spot is when we do the numbers show. Coming up in, I don't know, like a month and a bit. Uh, yeah. Mock draft coming tomorrow. Wow, amazing. Big boards coming to Instagram tomorrow amazing or today i guess are they going uh, on tiktok yeah you don't follow us on tiktok but we're, we're we're bumping right now um how many safeties you want to do let's do 20 cool i'm gonna do 40 <laughs> you know i just think a lot of these guys can make rosters okay go for it just start start rattling no. <laughs> read blank and ship one oh okay, uh, okay. <laughs> 
2016, shoot. 20, uh, the Bloodlines, baby. Quentin Lake from UCLA. Got a mid-six-round grade on him. Uh, 19, Wanye Thomas, Georgia Tech. I got an early six-round grade on him. 18, one of the best names in the draft, Smoke Monday. Early six-round grade for me. Uh, 17, that's where I got your guy, Dean Belton. I got like a late fifth, early sixth. I think I'm a little lower on him than you are. And 16, this is where I got our guy, Marquise Bell. Uh, late fifth, early sixth round grade. Um, okay, before, I'm going to do mine, then I got a question about one of the guys for you. Uh, 20, Tariq Carpenter, Georgia Tech. Uh, 19, Smoke Monday. Oh, with a seventh. 19, Smoke Monday of Auburn with a seventh. 18, Wanya Thomas of Georgia Tech with a seventh. 17, Nazi Johnson of Marshall with a sixth. 16, Bubba Bolden, Miami with a sixth. Uh, I respect that you got a Bubba Bolden draft. Well, I don't. He's one of my like second out, I think. Uh, I'm just going to draft him to block kicks. <laughs> What's your question, um, Robert? So my question is Wanye Thomas. I've seen some high grades on him. Yeah, I mean, I liked him a lot at what was it, the Shrine Bowl. He, he kept popping. And then I threw on the tape and like, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, it's a little I just inconsistent. Kept... Yeah. Like sometimes he he like looks like really good as a tackler, and sometimes he doesn't look yeah. that interested. And like I Sam Howell ran through him like I think twice on one run. And like he just doesn't, yeah. And he doesn't do enough in coverage. I guess I don't know. I just yeah. like I saw like he's a top ten safety on some boards. So I just I thought I was missing something, but we're on the same page there. Good special teamer though. I think that's where he's gonna stick, but. Yeah, I don't know. Like, he's well-built. Like, there's some range. And he's, like, a pretty smooth mover. But he's not explosive. And he's not, like, he's not getting recovery speed. And he's getting turned around in coverage. I don't know. Uh, I kind of um, feel the same way. Yeah. Okay, 15 to 11? Uh, 15 is where I got Corker. I hardly even know her. Yusuf Corker from Kentucky. Okay. Mid-fifth round grade. Uh, 14, I got Percy Butler, your guy. Mid-fifth round grade. 13, I got Delarian Turner-Yell. Uh, yes, finish your drink. Safety of the show. Also, also a mid fifth, mid fifth round grade, uh, twelve for me. You had him at the linebacker position. By the way, I, I have Carpenter as a linebacker. I got Sterling oh, Weatherford wow. at twelve. I like Sterling Weatherford mid fifth, and so like all four of those last guys are like flip a coin in terms of order. I just gave two of the biggest boy at number twelve, and eleven is where I got uh my uh, my my value pick, Verone McKinley, who's a bit of a jump up to a late fourth round grade. So, uh, uh, Jordan Whitehead comp for the for the record. I'm just going to check what I can't remember what I gave Sterling Weatherford. I can't remember what you did either. I was trying to remember. Um, oh, I, I gave him a sixth. Okay, a little higher on him. I, I like Weatherford. I don't know where he's gonna play, but I think he's a good football player. He's such a good senior bowl. Um, fifteen Marquez Bell, Florida A and M, with a fifth. Fourteen Verone McKinley of Oregon with a fifth. Thirteen Dillard and Turner Yell of Oklahoma with a fourth. 12, Dane Belton of Iowa with a fourth. And 11, Percy Butler of Louisiana with a fourth. Uh, so I got Yusuf Corker as my 24. I don't love Yusuf Corker. He's all right. I think he's just kind of like solid. Like nothing special to him. He, um, missed, he missed too many tackles from LA. Like he's willing, but he, that's he and I, I, I felt he just didn't do a whole lot in coverage. A lot of the time he's just covering grass and not really doing much. But like I still I have a seventh round pick on or great on him. I feel like he's just got good instincts. And I, yeah. I think that's going to make him stick a bit. And, yeah, like, I don't know. I like the physicality. I like the aggressiveness. Um, I think he's a bit better. I, I think I'm a little higher on his tackling abilities. And that kind of mm. – I think that's the difference. I, I have Quentin Lake 22. Yeah, Lake is Steelers, pretty solid. Steelers got to take him, though. They, they do have to take him by law. Uh, want any comps before we hit the 10? Uh, 
Who's your Dame Belting comp? Did you say it already? No, Adrian Phillips. Okay. Okay. That's I love Adrian Phillips. Yeah, thank you. My McKinley one's Jordan Whitehead. Oh, we have the same one. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go. Okay. I got comps. Uh, I wrote my comps down for all the top 10 if you're ready for it. Oh, oh, Nazis is JT Gray because JT Gray led the league in special team tackles. <laughs> Say. Thanks. There's a lot uh, of good okay. special teamers. And the guys who played it did it a lot in college, not just projections. Yeah. The year of the special teamer, they said. Yeah. 10 to 6, shoot. 10 for me is uh, the pride of Toledo, Tyson Anderson. I got a mid to late fourth round grade. A Thomas DeCoud comp. Uh, 9, I got Kirby Joseph, an early fourth round grade. I went a little lazy and went from last year with Andre Cisco comp. <laughs> the orange, I just got me. Uh, eight for me is uh, Nick Cross. That's where I got him mid-third. And like I said, I got a Laurent Landry comp on him. Seven, one of my favorites, JT Woods. I got a mid-third. Hey, hey, finish your drink. That might be the safety of the show. Yeah. I don't. I, don't, I had a trouble getting a comp. I threw to various more. Cause it's kinda I like, did too. Yeah, it just kind of built the same. And six is where I got Jaquan Brisker. I got an early yeah, third round grade. My comp is Madhu Williams. Throwback. Cool. Um, so we have uh, four of the same five. Okay. Sorry, math hard. Uh, ten, I got Kirby Joseph of Illinois with a fourth and a Julian Blackman comp. Nine, I, I got Tyson Anderson of Toledo uh, with a fourth and a one Thornhill comp. Ooh. Eight, eight, I got Brian Cook of Cincinnati, third round grade and Anthony Harris comp. Seven, JT Woods of Baylor, third round grade. Now, Micah Hyde comp, but I didn't feel great. He was a tough one. Um, he is a tough one. And then Brisker at six with a third round grade and a Vaughn Bell comp. Okay. Uh, very similar. I love Brian Cook. He's my five, just for the record. But I also we'll, save, we'll, sa- we'll save him. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, Kirk. Cur- okay, yeah. Tyson Anderson. Uh, I love Tyson Anderson. I love that he, can, he, he, he plays a ton at single high and a ton at nickel. Um, I think he's. Pretty fluid for a six-two safety. Yeah, four-three-six. Like two. He's got the speed to, to carry guys deep and, and the range to kind of play that single high. He can kind of man up uh, down low or play play deep zone. Um, yeah, I think he's like your big nickel match man on, on like the better tight ends too. He he if I, like I'd really like him in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, and like I don't know he's how he's a I physical feel. enough tackler. Like yeah, I don't know. What are you gonna say? Interesting, interesting blitzer too. I like to see him a little bit more aggressive in the run, but yeah, like he uses hands well in the stacking shed. Anyways, um, I don't know like how much I love him in that single high yet, but like the athletic potential is there. Yeah, and, and I just I appreciate that he he spent time playing it. Yeah, I mean like I don't. He's got yeah. reps there. I, I think the instincts are kind of lacking when he's back there, but they are. The instincts and ball skills are my biggest concern. Yeah, yeah, that no, that's very fair. I, but like. You know, match him up on a tight end. Like, he's got that, like, good feet for a man, for, especially for his size. You know, he can flip and run. And he's just got the chops to do it. He looked really good, comfortable doing it. When played a lot time. of football. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of not playing a lot of football, Kirby Joseph's kind of like the one-year wonder of the group. Mm-hmm. Broke into the starting lineup, I think, the third game for Illinois against Virginia, and he balled out. Uh, a guy who played a ton of single high. And yeah. showed really good instincts at yeah. time in range and in, in playing that single high. My concern with him is like he doesn't he doesn't play a lot outside of the single high. Yeah, like I didn't see any man snaps. I don't think. Yeah, and so like he it just means he has a very like specified scheme that he fits. Yeah, yeah. And 
otherwise you're like you're betting on a guy who yeah he didn't like really come down and play nickel like a lot of these guys played all over he didn't like he I also don't think t- he's great against the run either no I was gonna say he's not an overly physical player yeah he's like very like the single high safety of this mm-hmm. group and that's that's what like and he's good at it I just it kind of takes him I think takes him off some teams boards yeah, I agree. And, like, uh, you know, he does it, but he's not that explosive athlete either. You know, like, so, like, I don't know. I think he's pure instincts. Like, you know, just, yeah. just good range. Um, I like him at the catch point. You know what I mean? I thought he had a good senior bowl, too. It was like, showed off the ball skills. Um, yeah, I think, like, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see where he, he lands. Um, JT Woods is, like, the epitome of what I'm entering this draft if I have a safety need and going after. Uh, because I think you get him in the third, fourth round. Yeah, really great, really long athlete with tons of tons of range and twitch. Uh, he'll miss tackles, but he gets downhill quick. Like he's a yeah. willing tackler. He just he he misses a handful of them. Yeah, it just like um, takes takes over aggressive angles at times too. Yeah, he's a guy. He he predominantly only played too deep, which is fine because so many teams do that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't you don't get a great sense of what he does like manning up but he just seems like a safe starting safety in today's NFL to me agreed and then you add that that, that four three six speed you know what I mean and and you see that speed on the field like you said that that the range is really impressive I think he's pretty smooth I think he's got a good feel for like his duties over the top um and pretty fluid um another guy like just bouncing from target to target in zone I like all that I think he's getting really underrated in this in this draft like like, you know, like, I think, like, you know, play action kind of suck him up a bit. And, like, his angles to the ball mid-flight can improve. And he's, he's more comfortable, you know, further from the line of scrimmage. Um, but, I, you know, I, I think the makeup is there, and I like the athleticism, and I, I like JT Woods a lot. Uh, we did. We did talk about Brisker already. Um, and we did Nick Cross, too. I didn't get them yet. I know, but we did already. <laughs> Five for me is uh, Brian Cook. I got an early third-round grade. Funny, I have an Anthony Harris comp on my next guy. Uh, my comp for Brian Cook is Morgan Burnett. Uh, I have a Morgan Burnett comp on Bubba Bolden. So. Uh, for Lewis Seen, I got a mid-second. This is my Anthony Harris comp. Uh, three for me. I love Jalen Petrie, too, so I put him here early second-round grade. Uh, sorry, dude. Are Seen and Petrie both second? Yeah, I got an early on, on Petrie and a mid on, on Lewis. Um I had to put the Honey Badger comp on Jalen Petrie. I didn't know where else to go. Uh, number two for me is Dax Hill. I got a late first-round grade. My comp is Minka Fitzpatrick. And uh, number one is Kyle mm-hmm. Hamilton. Top ten. I don't know. Derwin James, I guess. I, I don't think there's a good comp. There, Kyle, there isn't a good one for Kyle Hamilton. I'll get to mine. But um, we can talk about that. I like that Dax Hill one. I, I didn't have that, but I kind of like that. Because he's kind of doing the same thing Minka did at Alabama. Yeah, yeah exactly. Obviously, Minka doesn't do it for the Steelers, but like, I forget. Just shows off what Minka's cover versatility is. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying like he's the exact Pittsburgh Steelers Minka Fitzpatrick, but the same thing coming into the draft. I think like not as good as Minka was, of course, but I may I may have to take that. Also, I saw I, I don't know if it was on Lance's write up, and he has a little scouts notes, or if it was on Dame Brugler's. But talking about putting uh, Dax Hill outside. Which I don't like, but I think he's got I the ability he can to do, do it. it. Exactly. Which which I, was I, the top I, with Mika too. Yeah, I think you like lose some of the like like is he a Pro Bowl corner? Maybe not, no. but he can be a starting corner in the league. Yeah. Regardless, put him in where the fuck you need him. I think. 
Um, okay. Five, I've got Nick Cross, third round grade. Yeah, I got all, all these guys bunched in the third yeah. round. Like, yeah. Cr- Cross, Brisker, Woods, uh, Cook. Me too, all, all third round four. grades. Yeah, me yeah. too. <laughs> so it's kind of like pick your poison there. Uh, so yeah, I got Cross, third round grade, Marcus Maycomb. Uh, four, Jalen Petrie, Baylor, second round grade with a Javon Holland comp, a.k.a. the lesser Honey Badger mm-hmm. comp. Uh, three, Lewis Seen of Georgia with a high second and a Xavier McKinney comp. Uh, two, Dax Hill, first round grade. I had Devin McCourty. I didn't love it. I like Nick a lot better. Okay. Um, but McCourty, similar thing coming out. Like, he played yeah. corners first year in the league. Uh, and then one, Kyle Hamilton, first round grade. I put Cam Chancellor, and it's like, I don't think he's Derwin. I don't think he's Cam Chancellor. He's like, yeah, I know. Because those are two different players. They're obviously both big safeties. And he's somewhere like kind of in the middle. I don't know. Like he doesn't have the blitzing of Derwin. He, he doesn't have that that you know the hard hitting of of Cam. Yeah, he's like he's not the enforcer that Cam is. He's not the freak, the same absolute freak yes. that Derwin is. Yeah. But he's a bit freaky. And he's he's a bit of an enforcer. He's got like he's like an octopus. Like he, I think he's a he's a little longer and I think a little more rangy than both of them. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. I think I think Dame Brickler, I think he had like a combo between Isaiah and Justin Simmons. Which I thought was kinda interesting. But between he, who who and Justin Simmons? Isaiah Simmons. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I think that that's an interesting one. But I'm like, that's so unique. I can't steal that. Um <laughs> No, I think he's he's really tough to comp. Um Okay, who haven't we talked about yet? Uh Brian Cook and Jalen Petrie, that's it? Yes. Okay. I like Brian Cook a lot. Like I said, he's kind of in that that mid third. Uh, sorry, yeah, the mid third chunk. Sorry, I got it early. It's, fun, third, it's funny that you have him five and I have him eight, but we probably have very similar feelings because like there's that bunching. Yeah, I like Brian. I don't know. I, I think he, I've got a crush on all this since you guys. He, Brian Cook's the guy who, similar to GT Woods, like I think he's a really safe bet. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a really well rounded game. He though was asked to do a lot of different things, which I always appreciate out of my safeties. Yeah, he played too deep. He played box. Played overhang. He he played a uh, single high even, um, physical hitter. Love the intensity. Uh, um, I think good eyes in zone. Yep. Uh, runs the alley because he's willing to. Um, Flashes a bit of range. I think. I like. I don't want him playing single high in no. the NFL, obviously. No, no, no. But it's cool that he was asked to do it since he didn't fall on his face um i don't love him like i don't love him as a man matchup player uh i just i and that's why like i like the anthony harris comp for him because anthony harris has just been a very solid starting safety for a long time i think that's what you get with brian cook yeah i i I agree with you like i think like you know the long speed might be a question the hips are a little tight but no he's, he's also great against the run like he'll run the alley too you're gonna always feel his tackles like no hesitation putting his face in the fan um, I like how how well he sees the run from the from the deep spot too, and like he's got that heavy thump, but like very sure tackler. So I, I think you're getting a really safe run defender, and a guy that that is pretty good in zone and like you said, pretty good instincts and has a bit of that short area burst to close. Um, I agree. I think just like a safe starting safety. Um, I kind of think with those guys like Brian Cook of the third round bunch, Brian Cook might be the safety safest. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, um, he's most well-rounded and, uh, I think you get the most upside in Nick Cross, but obviously also the biggest chance to yeah, like, yeah. be a liability. Uh, Br- Briskers, I just think so specifically a box safety. 
Uh, and then JT Woods, I, I, who I love, I, I think is just like specifically like he's just a too deep type of guy. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, we talked scene, we talked Hill, we talked Kyle Hamilton, Jalen no Petrie. Funner than J- no one's funner than Jalen Petrie. That's, that. that's for sure. Um, so my main concern with him is less to do with him and more to do with who drafts him. Mm, definitely. Like, what are we doing with him? Like, um, Baylor was so willing to just let him be ridiculous around the line of scrimmage. <laughs> let him be a, a defensive weapon, like be an edge rusher, be a linebacker. Be yeah. A, blitz the hell out of him. Um, I, I think I he think blitzed it, more than he was in coverage. <laughs> yeah, like he, that, that's why it was so important that he showed up to the senior yeah. bowl and looked confident yeah. in coverage, which he did. He's awesome in the senior bowl. Yeah. Um, I think that bumps his, his, his stock for me. Like he, he he's all, all, like I've seen above him, obviously. Um, but like, uh, like I think they're both clearly top fifty players. Yeah, and I mean, Cena is a lot more safe. Um, and like you know, um, team, not not dependent on team. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I love Petrie. I love like you know, just just seeing everything in front of him. He does that so well. Like, the footwork is clean. Like he's just triggering down, like, blowing up anything, you know, out of him. And he's got that relentless energy. Um, and he's just such a weapon on the blitz. Like. Like both when he's just rushing the passer and like just shooting to the backfield to make TF- TFLs and like I don't know he's such a good tackler he's finishing he's another guy suffering to take legs out I don't, I don't know he's so good around the line of scrimmage if if he, if he goes to a, a team that's gonna deploy him as a nickel and blitz him and and play him all over the the, the place I think you're getting so much out of yeah, him yeah and if he goes to a team that's just gonna stick him in too deep and like not do anything creative with him he loses a lot of that luster though he like I think he can do it like. He, he, he's got the athleticism, um, and he just didn't do it a ton at Baylor, but you saw the bit at the senior bowl. Uh, instincts are ridiculous. He's yeah. so, he, he's, he'll like knife through. Yeah. And, and makes so many plays around and behind the line of scrimmage. Um, he like reads keys better than half the linebackers in the class. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like, if Jalen Petrie was a linebacker sized man, he'd be he'd be linebacker one baby. <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> yeah, um, I think the issue is like we've seen a lot of these guys go like second uh, day two and whatnot, and the team's just not deployed them properly. Like in recent years, you know. Yeah, I, I mean that, and that's the fun when, when Brian Flores got Javon Holland. Like they blitzed the hell. Like Javon Holland had such a great yeah. rookie year because they they're so creative with him, right? Yeah, and and. It, and, and so you just hope he goes somewhere that's gonna do do right by his skill set, but you just never freaking know. You don't. For every you know Buddha and and Holland, there's so many guys that just don't don't get the luck. Yeah, and like like the Chiefs used obviously Honey Badger to come from. The Chiefs used Honey Badger all over the place. Mm-hmm. He he was like the the band aid to fix whatever issues they had. Yeah. I'm just looking at the top of the second round because that's assuming, assumingly that's where Jalen Petrie goes. Could you see him falling? I could only because the skill set's specific, but then I think about like this class just isn't that good. Like yeah. he's got to yeah. go top fifty. That's true. Like who's picking fifty? If the Chiefs pick fifty, just take oh, him. New Honey Badger. Perfect. <laughs> like I don't think he gets past Kansas City unless they take Dax Hill in the first round, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think. That, I mean, that's his best landing spot because they'll use him right and they're a playoff contender, but. Uh, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I, I guess the Bears would be kind of a fun one. Yeah, 
but no, really, I, I think I think like just seeing him at the Senior Bowl and how how well he performed, just uh, I think just really you know like, it solidified me like okay, fuck it, I love him so much, I'm gonna put him as that early second round guy because he did yeah, everything you no. didn't see him do on tape at Baylor there. It's true. Like he he was playing um, like a true two deep. He also he also took snaps like as a nickel, but like didn't blitz every time. Yeah, and looked really good in man. It was just so like fucking feisty. Huh? I love I love uh, Jalen Petrie. Okay, before we go up here uh, and and jump into uh, our mock draft tomorrow, if you could take one safety in this class in the round in which you've graded them, so. Petrie second, uh, Hamilton first. Given the posi- the va- the position's value and the skill set you crave, like who's your favorite player to round fit? I guess does that question make sense? Probably JT Woods. It just seems like a good bet, right? Yeah. And well, even we both have thirds on him. He might be. You might be able to get him later. I don't like if I were to put money on it, and Rob, you probably already have. Uh, I don't think he's going top one hundred. No, I've I have a thousand dollars on him, not. <laughs> yeah, you just you get to cheer against the guy you like so much. That's that's the fun of gambling. Yeah, uh, I think that's a good pick. Um, I think I go Tyson Anderson fourth. Cause you just got like a specific role for him and like some upside. If I can get Delar and Turner Yell in the fifth. Yeah, I like that one too. I feel like he's getting so slept on. He is. I I never see his name anywhere. No, me neither. It, like. You know, I feel like because, you know, a lot of draft Twitter people have watched him for a few years, you know what I mean? Like, we've, we've done him on the show. And uh, I think he got a lot better, though. Or maybe I just started appreciating him more. Yeah, because you started seeing what DJ Reed does in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I, I think my best bang for the Bucks is Lewis seen in the second round. But okay. I don't think he's actually there. You think he goes in the first? Yeah. I just the draft's not good enough, AJ. I, well, I also just don't know it. how. I also just don't know how this thing shakes out, right? Like, I'm very excited because I really don't know either. Kansas City could take him if uh, Dax Hill's gone. Bengals could take him. Yeah. Uh, but that's assuming that actually they'll pay Jesse Bates. I know they tagged him. They'll pay him. Mm-hmm. I hope. Um, yeah, if if Seattle's gonna take a safety in this draft, who you want? Uh Kyle Hamilton, baby, take him nine. Fuck it. No, I really, I like, I like Woods a lot. Um, I think Woods. Who's who? Who who's your who's the the funnest? Uh, sorry, sorry. I, I want Marquis Bell a lot too. Yeah, I was about to say. I was going to ask a question just to have you answer his name. Yeah. So you say who's the who's the funnest mid to late day three safety your team could possibly? Yeah, I, those time. those are the the two guys I want the Seahawks. Like if they if they look at safety, I want those two guys. Love that for you. Love that for you. All right. Just one more uh, mock draft and then the, the, the real things here. So, Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 